Hello and welcome to the ISIS Energy Podcast. I'm Patrick Sykes. I'm joined today by my colleague Daniel Stemmler to talk about Poland, where Russia's long-standing dominance in the country's gas supply mix is coming under pressure from US LNG. Daniel, thanks very much for joining me. So why is there this move at the moment for Poland to, to move away from Russian gas? Yeah, uh, Poland uh, wants to uh, ease its dependence on uh, on a single supplier, uh, which is Russia, um, and the countries uh, also have historically uh, relatively poor uh, relationships. So there's a political aspect of of this move as well. Okay, where does Russia, or I suppose Gazprom? sit at the moment in Poland's supply mix? How dominant is it? Uh, the current uh, long-term uh, contract between Poland and, as you mentioned, uh, Russia's state-owned Gazprom uh, is for 10.2 billion cubic meters per year, and this contract uh, will expire at the end of uh, 2022. And, uh, Does Poland get gas from anywhere else at the moment? At the moment, only LNG, which comes to the, which comes to the country, through uh, a long-term contract uh, with uh, Katargas. And um, and the country also has uh, a domestic production, uh, which last year was 3.8 billion cubic meters. Okay, and so if that contract's running out with Gazprom in a few years' time, what exactly has Poland been doing to, to prepare for that? Uh, during the last quarter of, of 2018, um, Pignik, the state-owned oil and uh, gas company in, in Poland, uh, signed three uh, long-term LNG supply agreements, all with U.S. exporters, uh, Venture Global, Chenier, and uh, Semper Energy. And post-2022, these contracts, together with the Qatar Gas long-term contract, uh, will account around 7.5 million tons uh, per year of, of LNG, which is around 10 billion uh, cubic meters uh, of pipe gas, which is almost the same that uh, the current Yamaha contract with, with Gazprom uh, accounts for. Okay, and of these contracts that it's got so far, I mean, I know a lot of the US exporters have been pushing FOB contracts in particular. Where has... Pignig placed itself in that respect? Yeah, so uh, Pignig has uh, FOB-based contracts with Venture Global and Sempra Energy. So for these contracts, uh, Pignig has to arrange uh, shipping uh, or sell it elsewhere worldwide. Okay, yeah, I guess important to note that they could sell it on and someone else could collect the volumes on their behalf. Exactly. They'll end up somewhere completely different. Yes. Okay, and so looking ahead, what do you think Polish, the, the Polish supply mix will look like in a few years' time? Well, Poland's uh, long-term energy strategy um, is based on LNG, the Baltic pipe, uh, which uh, which will start in 2022 and will bring um, gas from the North Sea via Denmark to, to Poland and uh, domestic production as well. That, as I said earlier, uh, accounts for 3.8 billion cubic meters uh, in in 2018. So will there be a place for Gazprom at all, do you think, or on a different basis, or 
what happens to them? Probably in a different basis if uh, if the pricing of, of uh, Russian gas is, is reasonable uh, for Poland, then uh, it, 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 it could have a place in the, the Polish energy mix. Uh, there is uh, probably a higher chance that Russian volumes will be sold uh, to Poland uh, via auctions. Um, Gazprom uh, currently runs uh, electronic sale platform uh, where they sell to various countries, to various markets, short-term, uh, smaller volumes. And it's been a very popular in, in Slovakia, in, in Germany as well. So that's, a, that's, a, that's an option for Poland in the future. Okay, so a very different supply mix overall, but perhaps some of the same faces sticking around. Brilliant. That's all we have time for for today. But if you'd like to find out more, do check out our website, www.icis.com. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thanks to you, Daniel, and thanks for listening.